Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Dad Educates Daughter, on 80s music. This is episode 15 of series one. I'm Russell, and this is my daughter, Rebecca. Hello, Rebecca. Hi, Dad. How are we? Yeah, I'm good. Nice day today, but I should really ask how you are after um, a bit of heavy metal. Yeah, it's been a lovely week weather-wise, but listening-wise, my week's been a bit... You've killed me off, let's put it that way. Yeah. I've got one more week of heavy metal. Yeah, and then they're out of the way. Yeah, you'll see. You know, we don't like rock, so you know how it was going to go anyway. Oh, yeah, as I said, I mean, it's not something I listen to, and I just felt we needed to discuss it as it was part of the 80s scene. Yeah. And actually, I was surprised. I mean, I, there's some stuff I found out by looking at them that they were more popular than I even probably gave them credit for. When we're talking depth, you'll see what, what I'm getting at. But, yeah. Oh. To be fair, one of them that I listened to, something that's clicked, and I hope it's the right thing that's clicked. So... I'll ask you when we get to them. Uh-huh. But in my head, that's the one that would be the big ones. But I don't know. I'll ask you when we get there. Okay. So let's talk music then. Yeah. So last week I gave you Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. Judas Priest, yeah. Black Sabbath, yeah. Kiss and Twisted Sister. Yeah. They're the ones. So... Have you got any favourites from any of those? Surprisingly, Kiss. Okay. Surprisingly, because I'll tell you what, I don't want to take too much from this segment when we talk about them, but I was shocked that Kiss were my favourite ones to listen to because uh-huh. I'd heard of them. I had pre-thoughts about them and what I knew about them already, yeah. so I was shocked. But, yeah, Kiss. Okay. And do you know what? They're, all the names is how you know they're rock. Like, you're not going to come across, uh, like, pop group called Judas Priest. And that's what, like, I'm just like, yeah, this is where we're in fully, fully heavy rock yeah. now. Because, like, last week with Meatloaf I'm, and I'm Foreigner. surprised you went with Judas Priest. Well, Black Sabbath. Black yeah. Sabbath's probably it the worst. Fir- it was the worst first one that I <laughs> looked at when I looked down. But to be fair, any of them bar Kiss, because Kiss is just, could be anything. You know you're in heavy rock when you've got yeah. names like this. It's like, no, it's too much. Sure. And any number ones? So I've gone with no for this week, but I think if anyone was to have a number one, I'd say it would be Black Sabbath, I think. But I've gone with none. None drew to me that mm-hmm. I was like, this can't be big enough. No. Although you saying that there's, they're bigger than you thought, I'm like, is there a number one? Yeah. You did listen to a number one. Okay. However, not from the 80s. Oh, okay. I gave you a song that was from the 90s, mainly because it got to number one. Right, okay. So, yeah. Well, it's not going to be Iron Maiden then. I've never listened to it because I don't listen to this music. I actually listened to that song and I thought, how the hell did this get to number one? But everyone everyone for their own, I suppose, is not my type of oh, music. No, no, I'm scared. Yeah, there was a number one. And in the 90s. And it was in the 90s, yes. So... Oh, okay. I'm like, it can't be Iron Maiden then because you gave me too many of Iron Maiden songs. And when I have lots, I know that they're only going to be 80s because you don't then overdo it. So I'm wondering who that is. But before we go on to episode 15's songs, we should just remind ourselves that last week I mucked up (laughs) and I didn't actually give you all the songs to listen to on Whitesnake. You didn't. And two of them were their biggest hits. So it was only right that obviously you gave them a miss however you didn't listen to probably their biggest songs as far as chart the chart went mm. and it was only right that you got to listen to those I actually gave you four songs yeah you got to listen to those to see how you felt from listening to like their, their I suppose not their main songs but their bigger their, hits. Their, yes their bigger chart hits I mean I think it was two of them got to actually number nine yeah, two of them were in the top 10 because you were going, there's two yeah. top 10s. And I was like, you ain't said that I've got any top 10s so of the one that I've listened to. And then no. you realised. So I gave you Still of the Night, yep. which got to number 16 in 1987. Okay. I've given you Is This Love, yeah. which got to number 9 mm-hmm. in 1987. Here I Go Again, which got to number 9 yep. in 1987. 
and Give Me All Your Love, which got to number 18 in 1988. So what did you think of those songs? Just quickly, we won't go into any details. We've done White Snake last week. Yeah. And then would you change your mind on listening to those from a miss to a hit? So I did enjoy it. I can see there is a bit of difference from the ones that I did listen to. My favourites out of it, it was kind of close, but I think I do still really like, what's it called? Fall, Fall for Loving You, that one. But here I go again, I really enjoyed and there is that difference. But I think there's still going to be a miss. I don't think I, it could be one that I'm sat on the fence with. Uh-huh. But I've kept it as a miss just because they are a bit too instrumental still. I mean, here we go again. And is this love? They're the ones that I like more. But I don't think it swayed me right over to a hit. But mm-hmm. I could sit on the fence and you know, I wouldn't skip them. Maybe I'd have my favourites that I would listen to again, but I don't think I'd listen to a full yeah. White Snake. They're, they're just still a bit too instrumental and a bit too rock for me. So unfortunately, it's not changed, but it was nice to hear that. Okay. I thought it was only right you got to listen to those songs, and you should have. Fall for Your Loving was obviously what you preferred of theirs, and obviously still do. And yeah, so it hasn't made no difference anyway. So that's a waste of you listening to them, really. But anyway, <laughs> um, so you we'll move hope. on then to your kind of music that obviously you've probably preferred over the White Snake. Oh yeah, which is Iron Maiden. Then first, how did you get on with Iron Maiden? You want to hear my favourite songs of the week? I'm oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Of each, yes. So did you have you got any then? I did. I managed to pick. Iron Maiden was very difficult. Considering there were so many, Iron Maiden was difficult to pick for. So I went on the sound of it rather than, like the one that I liked more of the sound of rather than the whole thing because Iron Maiden was very hard. So I went with Stranger in a Strange Land for Iron Maiden. Judas Priest, I went with United. Black Sabbath, I went for Paranoid. Kiss was Crazy Crazy Nights. And Twisted Sister was I Am, I'm Me. So I managed. Okay. All right. Hard because you liked so many. Yeah, let's go with that, Dad. Yeah. Uh, we didn't say the number one. I'm not surprised, but it'd be interesting when you find out what you think of the number one. But then I'm glad that I don't say the number one when it's out the 80s, because I yeah, don't yeah, like exactly. picking yes, songs no. that are out the 80s, no, to be fair. No. So, yeah, so Iron Maiden then. So what do you want to talk about Iron Maiden? That was a painful amount of songs. Just a painful amount. I was like, are these done yet? Uh, but to be fair, it didn't take me that long to listen to them. But uh-huh. it just felt like forever. Like they're just very, they are heavy rock compared to what I was listening to last week. Having them first, I was like, oh my God, is this the way the, the week's going? Is this what I've got to got to come all week? Just, all right. I had to persuade myself to power through with them. They're very heavy on the instrumentals, but I always say that about rock anyway. You hear that over the singing, although singing, it's, it's not. It's more just angry voices, and I just feel like they've got some something to get out. Uh, it might just be, I don't know, rock. I'm not, I hope, like, I don't want to offend anyone, but I see it as they're just very angry and, you know, but they, it just might be their passion. But passion to me is not shouting in my ear. And it's very fast-paced. Sure. But you can't deny... Get, like give them credit they are talented musicians to be able to do the instruments and have all the solos and have people listening and have their hardcore fans be able to get in the charts all that they are talented it like we just we've established that rock isn't for me to be honest though no no idea what they're singing half the time yeah they've got a lot of guitar solos and you can't really tell the difference between like the chorus and like the verses because when I re-listen, I don't tend to always listen to the song, especially if I don't like them. And I go up to like the chorus or the second chorus, whatever. And, so, and with these, I was like, have I listened to the chorus yet? And I think I ended up listening to more of the song than I wanted to the second time round because I was there like, I need to get to the chorus so I can hear that. And because the chorus is always different compared to the main verses, isn't it? So that's why I like getting up to that. But yeah, it was, it was hard. But to be fair, towards, I mean, halfway through, that's when I found one that I liked. I found two that I liked, to be fair. I also liked Two Minutes to Midnight. So that's what I would have picked out of for my number one. But 
I don't know what it was about Stranger in a Strange Land. It was just the sound, like I said before, the sound of it was a bit more I could deal with. Uh-huh. I mean, it, Stranger in a Strange Land was more towards the end of I listened to, but it's like they had a little change. And I don't know if that was to suit how the 80s were going to get in the charts to get like more people to buy their albums and singles. I don't know, but they changed a little bit. They weren't as in your face, but they were still in my face. When I watched the videos, they literally scream rock at you like the leather the tightness although they had a bit of denim which can go into other categories and they've just got head slamming long hair angry faces and I'm just like calm down will you so yeah and sometimes they do look a bit scary when they're staring at you in the video and you're like oh I'm a bit uncomfortable but yeah I managed to pick a favorite we'll go with that yeah okay so Iron Maiden were formed by Steve Harris, funny enough, on Christmas Day. Oh, that's a random time. Yeah, in 1975, and they originate, where would you say they're from, country-wise? America. They were formed in Leighton, East London, England. Ugh. So they are Steve Harris, who was... Um, the principal songwriter as well, as well as founding the band. Um, he was bass and keyboards. He's the angry one then. Oh, really? Well, if he's songwriting, he's oh, one well. sort of get a lot out. He's the angry one. Dave Murray on guitar. Adrian Smith on guitar and keyboards. Bruce Dickinson was your vocalist. And Nico McBrain was on drums. Do you know what's funny? With rock bands, you don't really have any, like, ni- not nice instruments. Because a keyboard and a drum is still nice, but like you don't have like what other trumpet. Set, tr- yeah trumpet, saxophone, flute, you know, like that. It's all like it, yeah. and it's it not like be an acoustic. If you that, well, no, it? but it's just like I always know what you're gonna say. Like, there's gonna be a yeah. drum in there. There's gonna be more than one guitarist because that's just what you know. You can't have a guitar solo if there's not multiple of you on a guitar. So they've got a mascot who appears on. I think it was all of their album covers, or at least the majority. And that is Eddie the Head. Oh, I didn't look at their album covers. So, um, yeah, he appears on all their, uh, and he's a mascot. Oh, how did they wangle that one? And their, their lyrics cover a number of topics, including history, war, mythology, literature, and religion. Believe it or not. Well, yeah, I didn't get that from their songs. No. And... Now, now to, as I said at the beginning, some of the giveaways, that obviously they do have a lot of fans. So by 2010, mm-hmm. their 1982 album, The Number of the Beast, mm-hmm. had sold more than 14 million copies. That's just one album. Blooming, But with rock, I feel like you've got your hardcore fans and then that's it, isn't it? Yeah. And then in 2017... They had sold over a hundred million copies of their albums. All their albums. All their albums. So 14 million of one album in 2010. And in 2017, over a hundred million of all their albums. Are they still going? Or is that people um, buying like that old album? Sure. Yeah, no, I've got a feeling they're still going, but I'm not, not totally sure on that one. I'm just having a look when their last hit was. Um, so their last hit was in 2007. Oh, okay. Different World got to number three. <laughs> Do you know what? I think they are still going. Spotify, they've got albums right up until 2020. So there you go. So, yeah. But I feel like with rock bands, they can keep going mm. more because they, rock doesn't have to as much change through the time because rock is rock. Yeah. It's not like how pop changes or how in a decade, as we've spoken about, you've got your 70s disco and your 80s is more not this. Pop, yeah. yeah, and that's what the 80s are known for. But rock will always be, be in there. there somewhere. And it like they don't have to change how they sound because rock is rock. That's it. And when someone likes rock, that's what they go for. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised they're still going. If, There'll be generations and generations, won't it? Yeah. It doesn't really matter. No. So they've also played around 2,500 live shows. My goodness. So in 2009, 
They won a Brit Award for Best British Live Act. Okay. In 2011, they won a Grammy Award for Best Metal Performance. I mean, someone's got it. And in 2021, they were inducted into the Metal Hall of Fame. They were also nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. However, they got overlooked for the Foo Fighters. Oh, okay. So they were nominated, but Foo Fighters got chosen okay. of the list of nominations. I mean, to be fair, someone's got to carry on getting in their Hall of Fame, haven't they? They had seven albums in the 80s, and they have 16 in total. Wow! They had five top tens right and that's just in the 80s so i just said about that other song that was their last one that was at number four so yeah no number three sorry different world in 2007 and in 1991 one. they had a number one why well to be fair you said you gave it to me for a number one bring your daughter to the slaughter Oh no. <laughs> like that that the name of it. Like this is what I mean. Not only are the band names a bit like, oh no, you rock. The names of the songs are like just a bit too much, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah. Bring your daughter yeah, to the slaughter. One. Okay. Number one. Yeah. So what year was Be Quick or Be Dead then? Well that's after you gave me Bring I gave you that one as well. Because that was in 1992 and got to number two. Oh, like, I'm like, rock gets in the charts. It's just unheard of for me. Yeah. Well, good on them. Well, even since then, Hallowed by Thy Name, 1993, got to number nine. The Wicker Man, 2000, got to number nine. Run to the Hills, 2002, got to number nine. 2003 Wildest Dreams got to number six. The Number of the Beast in 2005 got to number three. The Trooper 2005 got to number five. And then, as I said, Different World got to number three in 2007. So even now, their songs were, you know, top ten. But are these re-releases? Well, I don't know if they're re-releases or not. Well, Run Into the Hills must be it, and The Trooper, and Raph Child. Oh, have you had that's what I've listened to? Yeah, right. Okay, so they must be re releases. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know if they'd done better than the yeah, than the first time. Then, yeah, one to the hills, yes, 1982. So, yeah, so I will now go through then what you listened to. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot. um, There was a lot. So, this really is going to be the old typical bingo call in, and I'm going to be the ultimate because I can. So, yeah. So 1980 then, Running Free, number 34. 1980, Sanctuary, number 29. 1980, Women in Uniform, got to number 35. Then we had that good old double A side with Twilight Zone and Wharf Child or Wrath Child. That got to number 31 in 1981. They're not coming in high. No, well... Until now, 1982, Run to the Hills, number seven. 1982, The Number of the Beast, which, yeah, again, they obviously redone, number yeah. 18. Uh, 1983, Flight of the Icarus, number 11. 1983, The Trooper, number 12. One that you said you liked, 1984, Two Minutes to Midnight, mm-hmm. number 11. Okay. 1984, Aces High, number 20. 1985, Running Free, number 19. And then, funny enough, they got Run to the Hills again, the live version. That was Running Free again as well. Oh, really? So, Oh, yeah, it does say 1985 in brackets, so it must have been a a version. And then they got Run to the Hills, a live version, got to number 26. Then you got Wasted Years in 1986, got to number 18. Mm. Stranger in a Strange Land was released in 1986 and it got to number 22. Then in 1988, Can I Play With Madness got to number three. 1988, The Evil That Men Do got to number five. 
1988, The Clairvoyant got to number six, as did Infinite Dreams, the live version, which was in 1989. Holy Smoke, 1990, got to number three. As we said, Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter got to number one in 1991. And then Be Quick or Be Dead, 1992, got to number two. So a bit a mixed bag, yeah. but quite a lot of top 10 hits there, yeah. really. As I read out first, an awful lot since as well. But I think with rock, I'm just because with rock to me, I don't see them getting the charts. Like nowadays, I don't think rock would get in the charts. But with rock, you're always going to have your fans. Yeah. So yes. I can see why they did. Okay. Moving on then. Yeah? Yeah. So Judas Priest then, what did you make of them? So these, as much as I said, Iron Maiden, I feel like I was scared that it was going to set the tone for being proper heavy metal and I was worried about what the rest was going to be like. These weren't as heavy as Iron Maiden. So that was all right. And like I was listening and I wrote, literally I wrote, like there's only three, so there's not much to go by anyway. No. But I felt as it went along, it got more heavy. So then when I got to United, I was like, oh, this is really heavy. I don't like this. But then actually it got into United and United is quite chilled. I don't like that because it's my favourite. So I like that one out of out the three. So it was weird that the beginning of United is a bit in your face compared to the other two, but it's a lot more chilled song, which is why I preferred that one. Their songs have messages in them and their videos are very literal about that, like Breaking the Law. Their video is literally them robbing a bank. Right. So, yeah. Again, I'm like, what? What are these people okay? Like, why do they want to tell me about breaking the law? Have they broken the law? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're, like they're still very instrumental. So when I say they're not heavy, they're still obviously heavy rock. It is there, but they've got more catchiness to them. Like I can tell the difference in their choruses. Their choruses are a bit more catchy than Iron Maiden. So there was that difference, and it was quite nice because it weren't then in my head that this week's gonna be constant Iron Maiden type listening. Yeah. So, yeah. But again, shouting rock as, as they look. They're very rugged, very long air. They've all got like metal studs in their level of trousers or boots and whatnot. We are very much in the heavy rock. And I, I'm not expecting anything less, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Judas Priest were formed in 1969. Oh. Now, what are you going to go with? Where are you going to say they're from? Not going to lie, I want to say America for most of these. Okay. They were formed in 1969 in West Bromwich, England. Why are the English liking rock? Um, And they are Ian Hill on bass, Rob Halford or Halford on vocals, Glenn Tipton on guitar, Kenneth Downing on guitar stroke synthesizers, and David Holland on drums. They actually had a hit. Their first hit was in 1979, got to number 14 with Take On The World. That's quite a while after they've formed. Yeah, yeah. But then again, were you you able to compete with the disco? Yeah. (laughs) 70s to get a hit. So like um, Iron Maiden, they've sold a lot of albums. Even though they've only got three hits. Oh, no, but albums were different in the 80s, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So they have sold over 50 million copies of their albums. That's not as many as I made them, but still a fair few. No, but still a fair few. (laughs) Um, In 2006, they were inducted into VH1's Rock Honours. In 2010, they got a Grammy Award for Best Metal Performance. They must still be going then. And they were nominated in 2020 for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But they oh, got so they were nominated as well. Yeah, but they got outdone by Depeche Mode. Oh. So, yes. See, at least being outdone by the Foo Fighters, they are current. Yeah. Both Guitar Hero and Rock Band video games have featured their songs. Oh. I couldn't tell you what songs. Ah, uh, do you know what? I've written... I mean, it's obviously not for these two. I've written on one of these bands. I feel like it could be in Guitar Hero. But this one is. Uh, we had Guitar Heroes. So that's, you, you know, when I say that I recognise some rock songs, I bet that's why. Uh, probably. Most of the time. Yeah. Now, in 1985, two of their fans 
who were aged 18 and 20 killed themselves in a suicide pact around after or they'd been reading or list, sorry, listening, not reading, listening to the 1978 album Stained Class. And a lawsuit was taken out on them by one of the parents of one of the boys. Not surprised. However, it was dismissed. Uh, the lawsuit was dismissed in 1990. Well, I guess it's not their fault, really. No, I mean, it was obviously the music, but yeah. Yeah, but still, they're making music that make people feel that way. Yeah. The American director, Rob Rayner, saw Judas Priest as part of his preparation for his film, This Is Spinal Tap, which spoofs British heavy metal bands. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So they've done a, a, a spoof heavy metal band, I suppose, which was called Spinal Tap. And it is loosely based, you could say, then on Judas Priest, because that's who he went and saw. That's quite funny. So, yes. So these guys don't sound that great. So they had six albums in the 80s and they have 18 in total and they had two top 20 singles. Do you know what? I feel like in the 80s, when you say they had this many in the 80s and this many overall, people just release and release and release in the 80s, didn't they? Um, because most of, like, a lot of them have a lot of albums in the 80s. Yeah, I think it was because that's what they were. It was like the record company said, "What well, we need another album from you because that's where they were making keep their money. you going." Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Whereas now people release an album every like three years instead of like one a year, like these lot. Yeah, and they really about all their songs, as we've said time and time again, could get into the top ten as yeah. we, as we saw with um, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Um, so as you said, only only three songs. Um, so in 1980, Living After Midnight got to number 12. Mm -hmm. 1980 again, Breaking the Law got to number 12. And then in 1980 again, United got to number 26. So considering they've released six albums, yeah. and obviously off of all those albums, they would have released singles. These were the only ones in 1980. Yeah. That done the best. Yeah. So they weren't really that great in the no, 80s. No, I mean, they really. have released, I mean, there but then it depends songs, where their albums got. But I mean, we're looking at singles now that 51, mm. 60, 66, 42, yeah. 97 in 1984, 64, yeah. 74. So yeah, they weren't, you know, their last one was in 1993, Nightcrawler, and that only got to 63. Mm. So, but yeah. then I wonder where their albums came. Yeah. Because that would have made a difference to them, wouldn't it? Having that album. Like a big selling album rather than a big selling single. So, yes. And to make six after so, yeah. only three, like to carry on with five more after like their second album and their singles would have been in the top 40, like their albums must have been doing well in some sense to keep releasing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Moving on then. Yeah. Swiftly to Black Sabbath. Yeah. So these are the ones that I said. I realised something. So I didn't, obviously, when you tell me each week who you're giving me, I'm always like, oh, I've heard of that one, I've not heard of that one. And everyone knows me by now. If I say I've heard of it, it's not necessarily I can name a song. It's not that I've, I just know of it. I don't know where, I don't know what. But Black Sabbath, didn't really, didn't really recognise any of the songs, really. I mean, no, none of them like were like... I recognise this one. Yeah, I've heard this before. But when I was then watching the videos, is this the one that Ozzy Osbourne's in? Because that's where I've seen him. He was. Yeah, okay. Because I was but like, hang on a minute. I know who he is. Not in the 1980s. Well, why do I look... Well, one of them looks like him then. Nah. One of them looks like reason. him then. There's a reason. One of the songs that you listen to, Paranoid, Yeah. was... Released in 1970 and got to number four. Right. It was then re-released in 1980. So I'm guessing... you then listened to it. So if yeah. you've watched that, I don't know what whether they just re-recorded it or whether they just re-released yeah. it. I don't know, but obviously if you've looked it up and listened to the 1971... I mean, video, I doubt seen, they would have recorded a video all over again for a re-release so that's probably where yeah. i've seen them then because i did i watched neon nights yeah. and paranoid for these 
So I would have seen him in Paranoid Death. Ah, so yeah. he was gone and a soloist in the 80s. He went in night. So, ah. yeah. so Black Sabbath were Tony Lumi on guitar, Bill Ward on drums, Giza Butler Giza. on bass, and Ozzy Osbourne on vocals, who was obviously known as the Prince of Darkness. I didn't know that was what he's known as. Yeah, but however, Osbourne was fired from the band fired? in 1970. Yeah, in 1979, due to alcohol and drug problems, and was replaced by Rainbow vocalist Ronnie James Dio. Dio. Oh. And then on the back of that, Butler chose to leave. Mm. And shortly after, with Jeff Nichols replacing him until Dio's former bandmate, Craig Gruber or Grubber, joined on bass and Nichols moved to keyboard and guitar. Oh, so they've had a little bit of a shift around. Yeah, they had a shift around and they had two of the original band members leaving, Ozzy Osbourne and Giza Butler. But then Ozzy Osbourne had a solo career, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. 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 So, I mean, everyone knows about his, like, alcohol and drug problems, but it didn't really affect him that much. And eating bats, supposedly. Yes. Where would you say they're from? Well, they're British, because Ozzy's British, isn't he? You tell me. I thought he was British. So they were formed in 1968. Funny enough, not far from... um, Judas Priest, because they were formed in West Bromwich, and these were formed in Aston in Birmingham. So where the football team Aston Villa come from. Aston. Ah. Yeah. You made me start questioning. I was like, Ozzy Osbourne is British. I'm sure well, I know some that. Some people think it because he's obviously um, lives in what have you in America now. Mm. So, yeah. So, yes. Uh, yeah, but I just assume British because Sharon Osbourne's British. Um, Black Sabbath are credited by many bands as influence in them. Mm-hmm. Artists include Anthrax, Guns N' Roses, okay. Foo Fighters, oh. and Van Halen. Only recognise Foo Fighters with oh, and Guns N' Roses. They were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2006. See, this is why I'm like, these are the bigger ones. But then I just assumed they're the bigger ones because I put two and two together and realised that Ozzy Osbourne was in these. So I just assumed yeah. these are the bigger ones because they've had the likes of Ozzy Osbourne come from them. So they had six albums in the 80s. Okay. And they've had 19 in total. See? And they had one top 20, which was Paranoid. At, so they had one top 20 in the 80s. Paranoid is their biggest chart in success when it got to number four, as I said, in 1970. Okay. Well, these ones, I was like, well, we're getting a bit catchier now. I could deal with this. But their songs still sound like dark. Uh These were the ones that I wrote down. I wonder whether I've heard these on Guitar Hero. (laughs) But yeah, like, these were all right. You know, catchier. I feel like as I was listening to these, I was like, okay, my week's getting better. Vada Maiden got that out of the way. Oh. Judas Priest was all right. These are getting a bit catchier, you know. Let's see how the rest is going to go. But yeah, they, these were all right. They're very gothic looking. They give me like vampire vibes, you know. Uh-huh. Their videos, yeah. they're like flowing. They have like flowing arms. Like they're wearing. Capes well, I suppose and... yeah. I mean, Prince of Darkness eating heads yeah. of bats. Yeah, you know? I mean, I suppose, he is a know. weird guy, isn't he? Yeah. So um, you only had three songs to listen to because mm-hmm. that's all they had in the 80s, or hit-wise anyway. Um, Neon Nights, as in with a K, yeah. was released in 1980 and got to number 22. Paranoid was re-released in 1980 and got to number 14. So not only was it their biggest hit back in, what, 1970, when it got to number four, it was also their one and only top 20 in the 1980s. Oh, so, to be fair, you could probably say they're better with Ozzy Osbourne. Well, if you look at it like that, yeah. But then I guess we don't know whether they re-recorded Paranoid. No, and that's what I mean. I don't know what that recording was like. And then um, 1982, Turn Up the Night, got to number 37. Okay. They did have a number 33 in 1992 with TV Crimes. A bit like Judas Priest, they've had albums in the 80s but not big singles yeah. so i wonder whether they just had their following that bought their albums and didn't really bother by the singles yeah possibly 
So, moving on then. So, yeah. So now you know what Ozzy Osbourne was, where he's from. Yeah. So obviously, I suppose you'd know him from Sharon Osbourne. Yeah. And the, um, they had a reality show. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So on to the, this is the band I think that can save the week. <laughs> okay, so we're going on to Kiss. So, Kiss, these, I was like, I know Kiss. And then when I, oh, was it, I looked at some album art before I listened to them, as I was like adding it. And I was like, ah, that's why I know Kiss. They're known for their white makeup faces and just the black. Like one of them's got a star. And that I was like, that's how I know that. Oh my God, have I got to listen to these? Jesus, they are going to be so rock. I don't want to get to these. So obviously after Black Sabbath, I'm like, oh, we're getting better. Then I realised Kiss was there. So I was like, for goodness sake, here we go. We're going back to like Iron Maiden. Because I just assumed, and this is like, obviously a bit judgmental, but I've never listened to them. Like, you look at them... And that, that's the whole and, reason for this, then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I look at them, and I'm just like, you are heaviest rock, you're going to be in my face, you're gonna, you're just going to be awful, really not up my street, I don't want to listen to you. And that's really pre-judgmental of me, and I really shouldn't have done that, because they're actually all right. Like, what's going on? I was listening to them. I didn't recognise any songs looking at them. But I'm in my car, I'm driving, as I do. And I start listening to Crazy Crazy Nights. And I'm like, why do I know this song? Is my phone all right? Is it playing? Have I added something wrong? What's going on? So I clicked it and I saw it was Kiss. I was like, eh? What's going on here then? I was like, why do I? Well, one, why do I even know that song? Two, why does Oscar, Connor's eight-year-old child, know that chorus? Because I played it. When, like they were here while I was doing my notes, and he started singing. I was like, "What on earth is this?" And I don't know whether he started. I didn't. I didn't notice when he started singing. So whether it's just a really catchy chorus, and he just sung it after the first couple of times or something. But yeah, um, and he asked me to play the whole song. I was like, "Yeah, that's fine. We will play the whole song." But yeah, don't prejudge. It's horrible because I would never. I mean, I wouldn't have ever probably listened to Kiss if we didn't do this. But I've obviously heard them somewhere to hear Crazy Crazy Nights. And yeah, they're just, and then when I was re-listening and Lick It Up played, I was like, you know what? Why didn't I notice in the car? But then it's not one that I recognised either, so I didn't put, think anything of it. But Lick It Up is quite an all right song that's not in your face rock as well. So yeah, very, very weird. But yeah, they, I did text you this week and said, Dad, I've got my positivity. And I knew and straight away, didn't I? Straight, yeah, yeah, that it was Kiss. So they were the positive, like it just, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I'll get down with a bit of Kiss, that's fine. But I'm intrigued, because I've only listened to five from these. Mm-hmm. I want to know now all their, of all their songs like this. Because... I don't, well, I can't like, Do you know what that. I mean? Well, no, because you've because not listened I, to I'll them. Because I'll be but... honest, I don't listen. But going by their chart success, they, outside of those, I mean, there was one... Well, that's weird. They had Turn On The Night. No... Oh no, but no. So Black Sabbath had turned up the night, yeah, and they had turned on the night. Got to number forty-one. Oh, okay. So just Just outside. outside. Um, That was in nineteen eighty-eight, and then obviously I gave you the God gave rock and roll to you. That got to number four, and that was in nineteen ninety-two. Oh, okay. But then they had a number twenty-six, and then a number ninety-four, and I haven't done anything since. That was twenty twelve. Okay. But that might have even been a re-release. I was yeah. made for loving you. Yeah, that was a re-release of their 1979 hit, which only got to number 50 oh, okay. then. Yeah. So, so, yeah. It is mad, though. You know how I said oh, I recognise them straight away from their, like, makeup? Yeah. In God Gave Rock and Roll to You, they're not wearing their makeup in the video. No. And I'm I've intrigued. Got that written down. As why. Um, known for their trademark makeup and costumes, mm. they decided to abandon them in 1995. Oh, so they just got rid of it altogether? They got rid of it and rebranded. They just felt it's not what they needed to do anymore. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, but I, I don't know. It's so statement, isn't it? Yeah. But they are very, they are very, they're the most rocky looking, I'd say, because yeah. of their trademark makeup. And they do the whole sticking out their tongues and 
shaking it like you know like proper heavy yes I yeah. mean what you would stereotypically think of which is what yeah. I've always done with these hence never listening to that I don't even know why I've heard of them I mean I guess you've just people have just heard of them anyway but yeah that's a lesson to me don't judge yeah so Kissar Paul Stanley on vocals and guitar Gene Simmons on vocals and bass, Ace Freely on guitar, Eric Carr on drums. Then in 1982, Ace left and was replaced on guitar by Vinnie Vincent, mm -hmm. who in turn left in 1984. And he must have been so good, they replaced him with two people, <laughs> Mark St. John and Bruce Kulick. Oh, so they've had a little shift around as well. Yeah. But only with one yeah. person, really. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Got so three, it's always the guitar. So Ace left. He was replaced by Vinny, who was then replaced with both Mark and Bruce. No. Um, where are you saying they're from? Well, everyone's been blooming British. Maybe British are just the rock people. Let's go. Should I be more specific? You're going to say America. <laughs> they're not even going to be English. They were formed 1973. In New York City, America. I say I'm rubbish. But you can't tell with accents and stuff in songs anyway. And the look of someone. Yeah. So <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they're listed among the best-selling bands of all time, mm. having sold more than 75 million records worldwide. Who wanna like I do want to know? Like rock is quite a big genre. Like there are loads, but, but then I obviously think we don't rock is this kind of rock is bigger in America. So obviously I've just said they didn't seem to do much in our chart. So it must be, I'm guessing, in America mm. or even, you know, in um, like Germany and that, I think rock bands are big as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, 75 million records worldwide. They have earned 30 gold albums, 14 platinum albums, and three of their albums have gone multi-platinum. Wow. So that's a lot of record sales or album sales. It is quite nice talking about the rock because you don't realise how big rock is because we don't listen yeah. to it, I don't entertain it, I don't have any friends because I think if you're friends with someone that's rock, you've got some sort of liking of rock mm. in your personality anyway. So, yeah, it's mad to think, oh, there are actually lots and lots and lots of people that do partake in the rock culture, I guess. Yeah. In 2014, all four of the original members, so Stanley Simmons, Frey, so Ace Freely, who left, and Peter Chris, who left in 1980. So I didn't obviously list him, but he was originally from the when they formed from early 70s. Yeah, yeah. They were all inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I can get down with that. And all four members have released solo albums under oh. Kiss in 1978. So you had a solo album called Peter Chris. You had a solo album called Paul Stanley. You had a solo album called Gene Simmons. And you had a solo album called Ace Freely. Oh. So it was all, it was like their own sort of music, but they were badged as Kiss, but the album name was their name. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's quite cool. That's a way to get people to listen to solo stuff, isn't it? Yeah. I'll just release it and then all of our fans will buy it thinking it's yeah. kids. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. So, um, and that was 1978. And I did look at them up and they had different songs on them. So it wasn't like you would pick which band member you preferred and buy that one. They did have, from what I could see, they had different music on, on ah, them as well. That's quite clever. Yeah, very. And they've said they were strongly influenced by Alice Cooper. Why do I know Alice Hence Cooper? Hence the makeup. Uh, so if, yeah. you know, if you knew is Alice Cooper, he was... Has he got a star? It is a he, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm picturing someone, and I was like, how do I know that person? That's why. And see, people should just paint their faces. People know who you are. Yeah. They had eight albums in the 80s. Oh, wow. Which, as I say, I'm guessing either they didn't release the singles mm. or they were more successful in other countries than here. Yeah. Because um, they have 24 albums in total. Wow. And as far as over here, they had one top 10 single. That's going to be my favourite. Got to be. Yeah. So Creatures of the Night was released in 1983 and got to 34. 
Lick It Up was also released in 1983 and that got to 31. Crazy Crazy Nights, 1987, number four. Hey, there you go. A Reason to Live, 1987, 33. And Turn Up the Night, 1988. Not Turn Up the Night. No, no, no. It's God Gave Rock and Roll to You, 1992, but got to number four. So that's why I gave you that one. So it went into the next one. And it was still, well, it is their biggest hit with Crazy Crazy Nights. I did. Do you know what? Out of all the songs that they had, Creatures of the Night was the only one that did really hit with me. Uh huh. So, not that bad. Okay, fine. So, Twisted Sister. Yeah. So, these, listen to the first song, and I was like, oh, these are similar to Kiss. I can get down with these. But then the kids were back a bit like, it's really different from I Am, I'm Me. Like they're two very different songs. You've got one that's more kiss-like, should uh-huh. I say, and one that's more I am maiden-like. Oh, well. But like, so like I am, I was like, oh, catchy, can sing along a bit, maybe. The kids are back is, are oh, you not singing anymore? You're back to shouting at me. Do you know what I mean? That type of thing. So it was very wet, and they were the only two songs I had as well. So yeah, it's kind yeah, of like, yeah. well, I don't really know what else there is about you because one of you you're very confusing like what you give it to you giving uh, me a bit a bit of this and a bit of that and yeah um but i watched the kids are back and it was a top of the pops video and it was quite nice to see that because obviously in my head rock doesn't hit anywhere i wouldn't ever expect to see it on top if top of the pops are still running now rock isn't someone that would get on there so seeing the audience people really did enjoy it yeah, they were dancing, but it was really weird because the people in the audience were dressed like they weren't like you wouldn't look at them and I'm think thinking of a pop, yeah, yeah, heavy metal. they weren't dressed like the yeah. people they were watching, they were just like ordinary people, yeah, that you wouldn't expect to be there to see the rock, but they were enjoying it. So, I guess people did enjoy it, and it must have it back then hit people of different genres and different cultures, I want to say. Mm. So, I said they can entertain an audience but what they wore was weird they had like their tight leather trousers again but they had on a bit on top it was like ripped i was like what is, what is this <laughs> like it's very peculiar what these people wear but again you can just it just shouts rock it's very stereotypical of me and as i've said i should not prejudge because of how i judged kiss and what's like, i'm not gonna like these yeah. but you know you know what a rock star looks like they've got long hair they've got leather and all this and sometimes the heavy makeup or not so these were the same but yeah only two songs so there's not much really about them apart from it was very weird no. to have one song like like i said similar to kiss or one song similar to iron maiden okay so twisted sister are jj french on guitar eddie fingers a jailer on guitar d snyder on vocals mark animal mendoza on bass and ag piro on drums They've got some nicknames in there. So where do you think they're from? This is your new thing, isn't it? I'm not good at geography. Um, I'm going to say, let's go with America. They were formed in 1972 in New Jersey, US. So yes. Hey, I got one. I got one. Um, They were ranked number 73 in VH1's 100 Greatest Artists of Hard Rock in 1984. Following the third album, Stay Hungry, they toured and were supported by a young Metallica. Now, you haven't come across Metallica yet? Yet. Next week, haven't I? Yes. Um, But they were obviously influenced by um, Twisted Sister and went on tour with them. But then I feel like Metallica's probably done better than Twisted Sister because I've heard of them. Yeah. And Snyder has said one of their influences were British glam rock band Slade. So, you know, there's Merry yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I'm like, I've got a minute. <laughs> so, yeah, you wouldn't expect that. I certainly wasn't. Yeah, I... but we only really know Slade's Christmas hit, really. Like, yeah, I bet you don't know any other songs by them. So, I bet if you no, listen really, to Something Cows. They are rock. Yeah, yeah they like were you can tell they're rock by listening. From the 70s. But, yeah. Um, not heavy, Maybe not as heavy as heavy metal band. Yeah. And there's, I mean, Slade of all people is not, you know, Noddy Holder, but, you know, that's what Snyder come out with. Um, along with Led Zeppelin, ACDC, yeah. Black Sabbath, and again, Alice Cooper. Uh, 
I feel like Alice Cooper could probably be like the top of the top. Yeah. For rock though. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really 100% sure who they are, but sure. I've heard of them and I know what they look like. So. Uh, they had five albums in the 1980s and they had one top 20. Out of these, but then they only had two it, so not on that great. So it won't take me long to read through this. It's not going to be a bingo calling on this one. <laughs> no. So um, in 1983, today. yeah, I am, I'm me, got to number 18. Oh, so that's their top 20. And then the kids are back also in 1983, got to number 32. Oh. And their last hit over here was in 1986, where they got to number 47. Uh, so I feel like, yeah, now you've said about America being rock, that's where they yeah. all that's where they all are. Because we don't really have rock over it. Like no. like I say, like I, it's unheard of to really have rock in a chart. Sure. So yeah, so that's your your first week. So I was good to you a couple of weeks ago and you had you had your, your two weeks of disco and you got found out about DISCO and yep. um all the of you know uh Add me Abba. calling the gang and calling ABBA the gang. and Blondie. Yeah. And, you know, I then, for your birthday, let you off. Let I mean, you off. didn't let you me just, off. Yeah, I gave you the choice. You didn't really give me a choice. Let's not. Let's not. Don't I gave you the and, choice. You could have, don't try and make that sound good. You could have had Queen. Oh, yeah, because you gave you did not give Queen as a choice, Dad. You could have had Queen. Yeah, but I didn't know. I didn't know that, did I? But they were, they were in. I didn't know who. No, but I didn't know who was going to be listening. in the same category. So you tricked me. Well, I told, I told you. So anyway, you picked the hard rock and you got to know um, Meatloaf. You were liked. Yeah. And I can't even remember who else you had that week. Foreigner. Foreigner. Journey. Yeah. Journey, yes, yes. You know, you had an okay week. And now this week you've had your heavy metal. How did you find it? Honestly, was it what you expected? Was it not as bad as you expected? Iron Maiden was as bad as I expected. Right. And like Judas Priest and... I mean, yeah, it was as bad as I expected, but I didn't skip any. I didn't want to turn it off as such. But while driving, my days to work is very, eh, this is now I want to start or end work. I like like a sing-along, but I was sat in my car just like, get me home or get me to work so I can turn it off kind of thing. So it weren't the best of weeks, though, but you've had a, you've had, you've had a hit. So, you know, someone liked it. I liked someone. Okay. Well, let's let's reveal then who that hit was. I can guess. I'd be surprised if it's not, but we'll we'll go through them then. So I am maiden. Miss. I'm done with them. They they can they can go. I'm done. (laughs) Okay. And to believe it or not, they got the number one. Yeah, but not in the 80s, it don't count. Just shows you. Not in the 80s, it don't count. No. Judas Priest. (laughs) Miss. Miss. They weren't that bad, but yeah, miss. Okay. Was he Osborne on Black Sabbath? Not that he that was, was with them in the 80s. That was the hit. That, that was a hit, yeah. Wow. I did like it. But what I'm going to say about these, it's like, yes, they were a hit, but I'm not going to say there is a bigger hit as what my previous hits are from, yeah. like, you know, the likes of way at the beginning when you I'm like, like listening to them, ballet or but the chances or are you won't really listen to them again yeah but like if they came on somewhere I wouldn't skip them they're like you know they're in like I wouldn't skip them on my favorites list or whatever I would happily listen to them again but whether I would sit in my car and put on a Black Sabbath album is a different type of thing but they are a hit um I feel like they deserve a hit you know okay fine uh Kiss they're also a hit so you've got tears. I thought they might I didn't want to. I didn't want to go. Oh, you got some hits. I didn't want to show anything, yeah, and I knew Black good, Sabbath was coming first. So you're like, oh, there you hit, are they? Yeah, yeah. But look, so you you're there, like, oh my god, it's kiss and miss. No, they're they're a hit. Yeah. <laughs> but again, whether I would because I'd listen to these songs that you've given me again, but I think I'd be scared to listen to anything else in case it is more heavy and it would put me off them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like. The songs that I've listened to this week, they're bigger sure. ones, they're chart-talking ones. They're my type of thing. I'd be scared to, like, I'm intrigued to see if that's what they were like. Yeah. But I'm like, you can't be looking like that and performing as you do and not have some head-slamming heavy, heavy rock. 
so I don't want to indulge myself but I would happily sit and put on my playlist and have these songs play one after another again do you know what I mean but they are a hit I I did really enjoy they were my positivity and I I thought they would be um and Twisted Sister you only had two songs anyway but yeah Miss and like I say one was like Kiss one was like Iron Maiden so there was only two and yeah, I've liked I Am, I'm Me. That was really good. And if there was more and they were more like I Am, I'm Me, then they could have been a hit, but there was only two. And yeah. yeah. So that missed. Okay. You got two out of five? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll take that. I'd have, I'd have, as I said, I'd have taken one. I thought if if any, it would be Kiss. To be fair, I did shock myself by being like, oh, I'm giving him two. But I feel like Black Sabbath do deserve yeah. a hit because okay. I did like And that them. wasn't just because you thought Ozzy Osbourne was in there, was it? No, 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 because I kind of decide whether they're hit or not in my first listening. Yeah. And then even when I'm listening the second time, that's when I write my notes and write whether they were hit or miss or not. Then I watch the videos. So I don't see, sure. I didn't see Ozzy Osbourne for ages. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Going on to next week then. Oh my God, it's another one, isn't it? I already know there's Metallica. So what's the rest? So you've got Motorhead. See what I mean about their name? You have got Saxon. Yeah, that sounds a bit normal. You have got Alice Cooper. Oh, do you know what? When you were saying about Alice Cooper being an influence, like people were influenced. Right, okay. Is it a boy? Is it a, like, oh, wait, then it's a band. I thought Alice Cooper was one human. It is one human, but I've put it in here. A bit like Meatloaf. Oh, is it like Meatloaf? Wouldn't right, really okay. fit in anywhere else. Right. And It is a man, isn't it? Yes, 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 yes. Only because it's confusing. And he's not really—he's—he's not really from the eighties. He was before, hence he's such a big influence. Well, no, that's what I like when you just said Alice Cooper. Then in my head, I'm like, hang on, but so many of these people were influenced by him. So how is he in the eighties? But okay, yeah, he's come from before, and yeah, yeah, we'll listen to his hits. Got yeah. Anthrax. Uh, Okay. Metallica. Yeah. And Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Oh no, it's okay. Don't worry. Do you know what I thought of? I thought of Wacky Races, but that's Motley, isn't it? Not Motley. <laughs> that's what came into my head. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I only okay. reckon, I own, out of them, the only people that I've heard of are Metallica and Alice Cooper, but no idea why. Uh-huh. Okay. But I feel like this week might be worse. Than, like, these ones that you've just told me might be worse than the ones that I've just listened to. Yeah. I mean, there were others, but they hadn't had hits, funny enough, in the 80s. Good, because we're not long in this out anymore. I mean, we've got, you had people like Megadeth. Now, see what I mean about names? Like, are these people okay? Like, it is a bit worrying, isn't it? Like, who just comes up with, yep, let's uh, call our band Megadeth. Like, no, are you all right? (laughs) So, yeah, so no, they didn't have any hits, so they're not on your listen. Well, good, so, um, because it means no. that we've only got one more week of this. Yeah. I still do so, think yeah. you Motorhead. should indulge yourself in some of these songs that you sent me. Yeah. Well, I, 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 as I say, you listened I, to Kiss, I did that. listen to Iron Maiden oh. and um, Daughter to the Slaughter to just see what it listened to. I thought, oh, number one, I wonder what that was. And, and did yeah, you I then thought, feel sorry for number me? One. I felt very sorry for you, and that's why I'm giving you another lot this week. Yeah, you're lovely. <laughs> you're lovely. So, yeah, so Motorhead, Saxon, Alice Cooper, Anthrax, Metallica, and Motley Crue are your listens. Is that six? Yes. Okay. Okay? Yeah. But not a lot of songs, if I'm honest. Okay. Okay. Right. So there's a, there is a plus side. I've got this. You haven't got I, a lot. I can yeah. do it. And what you've got to think about is obviously um, the ones that you turned, the other ones you turned down will be the following week, which, as I said, will include Queen. Yeah, that's right. I can deal with that. Yeah. So one more week and then we're almost out of the 1980s. Oh, we're actually going into the the 80s rather than being stuck in one year. Yeah. <laughs> See well, uh, uh, Going up. into 81. <laughs> I mean, you did have some today. I mean, Kiss was 1983. And as was Twisted Sister. Oh, that never formed? That's when, no, that's when they had their first hit. That's what oh, I've right, done the okay. year That's on. what you're doing it, right? Because um, obviously we're just talking 80s. Yeah. So their first hit in the 80s was 1983. Right. So yeah. you've listened to them a bit early, but obviously... But because, because of where, they, where fit. they fit. Yeah. Um, 
and I think you had a few. You've had a few before now, um, like Human League. I think were 1981. So it was the yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a couple. Um, but it's just that I've they, they still fit. needed to be in. And influence the sim pop and that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay. So that is it. So um, we've had two hits. I'll take that. I thought I might have persuaded you to um, to change your mind on White Snake, but that didn't happen, unfortunately. So they were. I said, well, I moved from like a miss to an on the fence. Yeah, but you can't be on the fence. Yeah, but you don't like it when I'm on the fence. So uh, I've a hit or miss. You can't. Well, I I gave you a miss. It's a miss. Oh, yeah. So they've stayed as they were, as I said. So on that note, we will um, sign off for another week. Yeah. I'll speak to you after another painful week. Yes. Well, it wasn't that painful, you said, in the end. Iron Maiden was painful enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I'm All right. As I say, not as many songs this week, so you shouldn't be as painful. Right. Okay. Thanks All right. That, well, Dad. we'll find out next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, then. All right, Dad. See you. Bye. All right. Bye.